evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Wednesday Night Wallop, Season 4, Episode 21. It's Rylan Turner and not Kyle Joseph. Uh, it's Kyle's birthday today uh, on Wednesday, uh, September 14th. Uh, happy birthday to Kyle. He's off this week celebrating. Uh, but in his place, we have the man who took him out with a cookie sheet not but two weeks ago. Chef Jack London is back. Chef, how are you? I'm doing great, and the cookie sheet is still hot. Yes, Papa. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Kyle, is he, he will be back next week, but we'll talk more about next week at the end of the show. Uh, Jack, I want to say thank you again for, for coming on and, and a short notice, nonetheless, and uh, sitting down to watch Dynamite with me, and uh, we're, we're going to get into it. But uh, before I do, uh, you and I are both from the, uh, the culinary arts world. This is true. Uh, I, I I have been a uh, a cook for twelve years, and uh, and you are way more professional than I. You're all over the states, uh, going to conventions and carrying your title belt around and, and posting beautiful pictures of food. But uh, from one chef to another, I've got to ask the question: If it's your last meal, if it's your last meal, what is it going to be? You know what? Uh, I think for my last meal, you know, growing up, my dad I made really, really good chicken and dumplings. So, uh, you know, I got a lot of good memories tied to that. So just to come full circle, if I got to have a last meal, it'll definitely be my daddy's chicken and dumplings because they were fantastic. How that, about you? Uh, you know, it's funny that you say that because, um, well, chicken is not the number one on, on my list. Uh, dumplings is. Uh, I don't care what style of dumpling it is, whether it's uh, Asian style, whether it's your your, your doughy style that you put in stew, uh, it, regardless of what it is, dumplings are my favorite food and have been for some time. For the longest time, it was fettuccine Alfredo. I know, I know, total 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 white boy response, but. But as I've gotten older, I've learned to appreciate the dumpling. And also, I mean, like, you know, as somebody who who drinks from time to time and and definitely dabbles with, in the green, uh, dumplings are the perfect food. They are not only yes, the perfect munchie, they, <laughs> they, they go with almost everything. Creating a sauce is almost so easy because, uh, again, you can have them so many, so many different ways. Uh, my personal favorite is to uh, f- uh, boil them a little bit, fry them up in a frying pan and uh, sprinkle curry powder on them. Uh, and just crust crust them in that, dip them in uh, plain yogurt. That's that's my favorite way of doing it. So that is the the traditional pot sticker way to do it. Where you get the yes. you get it soft on one side, you get crisp on another side, giving you that perfect balance. You bring in some seasonings and sauces, and bam, I'm with you, brother. I am with you. I, I, I cannot believe you said dumplings. Like as soon as you said that, I I, I you should have seen the smile on my face. It was amazing. <laughs> I love it, man. Jack, you're here to talk about you're here to talk about AEW Dynamite as we do here on Wednesday Night Wall. But before we do that, every single week we start the show the same way. It is time, ladies and gentlemen, for the Wednesday Night Roundup. Yes. It's a Wednesday Night Roundup. Jack, we've got some news this week. We got news every week, but this week we've got a we've got a decent amount of news. So we'll we'll try and get through it as fast as possible. Uh, AEW, or it's been reported rather that Pat Buck and Brandon Cutler have been cleared to return to AEW following the in their involvement in the uh, the backstage melee between CM Punk, Ace Steel, Kenny Omega, and the Young Bucks. Um, 
it, it's it's fightful reported it this week that Puck, uh, Buck, sorry, Buck, not the young Bucks, but Pat Buck, returned to the company and is said to have been backstage tonight. Uh, and apparently he was vital in helping break up the fight, so it was he was cleared of no wrongdoing. As was Brandon Cutler. So I guess we're gonna see those two guys come back. Obviously, there's this investigation is um, in the process right now, and we still have little to no answers as to what's gonna happen going forward, but. I mean, really, your, what are your thoughts? I mean, you, you, we talked about it when you when you were on to do the all out show with me because it was it was a couple days removed and we did have some of the details. But like now that we've had time to sit on it, like what what is what do you think is going to happen? You know, I just it's there, there's so many moving parts to who saw what, who said what, what was a shoot, what wasn't a shoot, like all of that. So as you know, they're doing their own internal investigation through a third party, you know, just meaning that AEW is not the one conducting the investigation. So I'm expecting as it goes, people to get, get, you know, peeled off. Cause not everybody had the same level of involvement or investment in what happened back there. So now I, I, what the big, the big thing people are, are waiting to see is what's going to happen with punk. What's going to happen with the young bucks. What's going to happen with Kenny Omega? Because it it almost became one of those things where it's like, well, if you guys bring Punk back, we're leaving. And then vice versa. If you bring them back, I'm leaving. So now that puts Tony Khan right in the middle. Somebody got to be right. Somebody got to be wrong. Which way does it go? Who knows? But welcome to pro wrestling. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I, I honestly, I think that there's fault on both sides. Certainly, uh, as a punk fan, I hate to you know throw shade at the guy, but I mean it was unprofessional. And as Kyle and I discussed last week on the show, very unbecoming of the world champion. Um, so, and 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 the, likewise for the 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 uh, the seat or sorry the um, the EVPs. Uh, yes. in in the Bucks and Kenny Omega, unbecoming of that position as well. So, I mean, honestly, what I would like to see is that Punk, you know, obviously he's gone for a significant amount of time. It looks to be like eight months. I'm hoping in the eight months that goes by, we can see some sort of a resolution. And God, like you said, it's pro wrestling. There's money on the table here, Jack. There is. It's a, it's a hard pill to swallow just being how long we waited. To get CM Punk back, like in any capacity, we get him back. We do all of the fantasy booking things we want to do. He gets the belt, injury, gets it again, injury. Now all of this, you know, everybody kept saying we don't like Happy Punk, so now we got bitter, pissed off Punk. Let's see what we get. This is very true. It's very true. We do have that guy. Uh, this week on NXT, uh, the Black and Gold made a re-debut as the uh, the Technicolor Dreamcoat that was NXT for the last year has has looked to ho- go hold its hold uh, its hands um, and walk into the water. Uh, I'm not sure where I'm going with this. Uh, <laughs> marijuana kids. Um, <laughs> it's done. The, the Technicolor Dreamcoat is done. Uh, it seems to be back to the black and gold, and there are rumors out there that NXT TakeOver is on its way back. Also, uh, the 2.0 branding is also gone. It'll simply just be known as NXT going forward. Uh, what are your thoughts on this, Jack? So, you know, I, I, I was not a huge fan of the rebrand. You know, maybe some people felt like it needed something else. Personally, there was a period of time where 
NXT TakeOver was doing the best wrestling in the world. And I'm talking about doing a WrestleMania weekend and New Japan TakeOver. Like, just the people sitting in the audience and the next. is so many things that they established. Um, you know, they went wholeheartedly into this, the rebrand. And I felt like they treated it respectfully enough to get everybody in, merge all of the belts and even have a show like this that kind of took a second to pay homage to what was a interesting era of NXT. I'm looking forward to it going back to the black and gold. Um, I don't know, can we get back to those levels of the fantastic takeovers that were still in the show? I hope so. The right people were still in power, so hopefully we get back to that, but I'm glad that they respectfully treated the NXT as a whole by merging the belts and then also in in the packages you know there's somebody although I wasn't a fan there were some people that I'm sure were fans of what was happening on there so now you're giving them that moment of of you know hey this was this year-long rebrand this is what came out of it and this is where we're going so I'm ready Absolutely. Like, uh, I, I mean, I'm somebody who sat in on one of the takeover Toronto's like I I got that that, you know, I got to be able to sit in the audience for an EOS uh, Sky versus Candice LeRae match, you know, like well, I'm so jealous. Oh, yeah. I'm Adam so Cole jealous. versus Johnny Gargano in the three stages oh, of hell match. Uh, great, great stuff all around, honestly. Um, and and I mean, I'll put it to you this way. The, the original premise of Wednesday Night Wallop was a- NXT versus AEW, and it was um, us going back and forth watching each show every week. So, I mean, obviously, as the show has evolved, uh, we didn't follow the evolution. We were not yeah, fans but- of of the the, the year long technical um, project that they uh, the Rainbow Project, as we'll call it, um, <laughs> that they that they went after for the last year, and and it, we dropped it from the programming. And I don't honestly, and I don't expect it to return. Uh, for anyone who's listening, I, I I don't see me and Kyle going backwards. I think at this point we are we are following the product that we love the most, and uh, I'm sure we'll peer in from time to time. But um, yeah, like uh, with all that being said, though, I think it's I, I think it's good to see that as much as. You know, like you said, there are people who were probably enjoying this product, and and I've from everything I've heard, the last few weeks to months of the product has not been terrible. The 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 take or sorry the um the worlds collide show they did uh, Labor Day weekend was apparently very yes, good, um, and and like I got to give it to some of these guys like Braun Breaker is a guy who while this era has is not going to be looked back on as a great era for NXT he's been a guy who's been able to kind of get over past that absolutely um, and based on his uh, god-given ability uh, obviously being a, a, a the son of a steiner you know you're going to have that that natural athleticism and he has proven above and beyond that, that this guy is ready for the next step Car- carmelo hayes another guy who is prime for the main roster he's ready Yes, um, he is. <laughs> and yes, uh, amongst other people who have really flourished in this uh, in this era. I mean, like, while I may not have been a fan of it, you know, people have gotten a chance to, you know, get themselves out there. F- and for people who aren't 
you know, year guys who are, have years in the business, like some of these guys have been able to show up very well. Their their War Games show last year was very good, and while that did have some of the old guard still attached to it at the time, there were matches that were not related to anyone from the past that were just fine. So like. It's, you know, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, these are guys, especially with, the, you know, Triple H's guys now back involved in the, in the swing of things. Like, this is a product that was popular and can be popular again. They just need to get back to where they were. Um, and I, do I, I think I have a question for you sure. about that. Just And, and it kind of bring it full circle for what, you know, the Wednesday night wallop was started to be. I guess the first question is, did you see the interview that Triple H did with Ariel Helani? It was a one hour long interview talking about all sorts of stuff. This was uh, probably about two weeks ago. Did you see the interview? Yeah, I did. I, I did. I, okay. I actually enjoyed it very much. The only part I didn't enjoy was him kind of, uh, you know, brushing off AEW like, as if uh, the product at the time was the developmental, when in reality it was absolutely the third brand. Yeah, and so that you you hit the nail on the head. That was my question with the Wednesday night wallop and how how it was encompassing that war. And you think about Triple H, you know, uh, Vince will buy that pissant company. You think about hey, uh, this is not developmental. This is a third brand. You think about when the tweet comes out. When, once they say okay, they're gonna they're gonna move night, do do different things like. It, you have to keep your story consistent. So for Triple H to say uh, this is the this is the third brand, uh, it's not developmental, and then to sit in that interview and say congratulations, you beat out developmental. Like, look, man, <laughs> what are we doing? Whatever, whichever way we're playing, I'm with it. But we got to keep a consistent story. Is it developmental or is it not developmental? I think now it definitely is. I mean, with their uh, next in line program that they've got with the, you know, collegiate athletes, I think it's it's it just it should be uh, the, the the sort of the pipeline to the main roster. And and honestly, the reason being is because now the main roster isn't controlled by Vince. So it's not yep. like the main roster is a place that you have to go and be like, well, I got to change things now. Like it, it can be as cool as NXT was two years ago. It, it really can be. Did you catch NXT yesterday? I did not. I, I just saw some highlights. Oh, okay. So you, you know about the Bloodline member that got the belt? Yes, that that. Yes. I, I I did I did see that Solo Sokoa have picked up the uh, the North American title, which I think sets uh, Carmelo Hayes up for the main roster uh, full heartedly, wholeheartedly. Yeah. Rather. I, I I think that. But but my question is, why put it on Solo Sokoa when you've already debuted him on the main roster? My question is, when is Sami Zayn going to get a belt? The bloodline is draped in gold, baby. When is Sami going to get a belt? <laughs> uh, what is what? <sighs> what <laughs> right now, right now, I believe Sami on uh, Twitter is being uh, labeled as Vanilla Oose. Uh, <laughs> I love it. That is and every, every single I, yesterday, Rikishi tweeted a picture of the bloodline uh, and just, you know, talking about how proud he was of Solo Sokoa and how he has three sons. Um, three sons to look forward to and watch. And Sammy retweets it and goes, Really, it's four sons if you think about it. Like, oh, my God. he's great. He is he's, gold. He is he's gold. gold. And, and, and I Canada, never would have thought 
I never would have thought that Sami Zayn would make a better heel than a baby face. Sami Zayn, I'm sold, man. Whatever he's doing, I'm showing it up. I'm here for it. Uh, I am with you 100%. Uh, Our last bit of news this week is the PWI 500 was released. Uh, We're going to go through the top 10 and uh, talk about I uh, basically Jack, Jack I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the top 10 and then I want you to react uh, I want you to tell me if anyone doesn't belong on the top 10 I want you to tell me if you think anyone is missing from the top 10 uh, and yeah we'll, we'll, we'll go about it that way so uh, at number 10 is Jonathan Gresham from Ring of Honor uh, well I guess we'll see how long but Jonathan Gresham number 9 Big E from WWE number 8 El Gilio del Vecino from AAA uh, number seven, Brian Danielson, obviously from AEW. Number six, Cody Rhodes from AEW slash WWE. Uh, number five, Bobby Lashley from WWE. Uh, number four, Hangman Adam Page from AEW. Number three, CM Punk from AEW. Number two, Katsucha Sh- uh, Okada. Wow, I fucked that name right up. From <laughs> New Japan Pro Wrestling. And at number one, the PWI 500 has acknowledged him, Roman Reigns from WWE. Uh, so let's let's get into it, Jack. Uh, is there anyone missing from that list? Oh, uh, uh, man. It, I think it's it's probably... I think there's a few people missing from the list, but I guess my question is what what is the criteria? Because like like Jonathan Gresham, who I like, it, it, did, did he is it based on the calendar year you had before to get on that list? Is is that is that how that how, how that's tabulated? I I guess the way it works. So PWI is the is the I guess the big. Um, the big mag- wrestling magazine that they do this every year, they're 500 best wrestlers of the year. Um, and I guess the way they decided is simply just based on your, how, how your year was now, like it's all done in kayfabe. Right. So I'm, I, I'm not sure exactly how they, they go about figuring out the voting. I don't know if it's a fan driven thing or if it, are there, are there guys on the site that, that go through this list? But I mean, Jonathan Gresham, I, I, again, I'm a fan as well. I'm not sure if he cracks the top 10 for me though, this year. No, absolutely. I mean, especially if you look at the fact that ring of honor was shut down for the amount of time that it was shut down. So for that, and to still get that 10 spot, like, man, that's we, I, I think, yeah, no, I, I don't think in now I don't, I'm not familiar with the AAA wrestlers. Uh, so so that one, I feel like the best thing they did was acknowledge our tribal chief because he runs wrestling right now. And, he does. and he certainly it's does. not it's not even close. And the it, I think it's important to to look at the way it feels when Roman is on TV. Look at him in those belts and look at the way that everything is on him and has been for a long time. So that is number one, and it's not even close. But, you know, people that, that I would question not being uh, on there would be like, you know, not not Zach Sabre Jr., but um, um, I'm drawing a blank on his name. Uh, the, <laughs> Daniel Garcia? The, the, not the, so so the, the three, the, the United Empire, what is it, the United oh. Empire? Are you are you referring to Will Ospreay? Will Ospreay. 
Him not to be on yep. the list, that's got to be some type of crime. Well, in the top 10, either him he's, he's or... Got a, he's got a match of the year contender uh, from Forbidden Door with Orange Cassidy. So, absolutely, I agree with you. Yeah, so, you know, some like, like I said, some people I'm not familiar with. I, I think they got a strong number one. Everything else can... Like, I'm looking at Big E, and I'm looking at Big E's year, and I love Big E, but is does is, is Big E crack the 10? I think I, I, th- I think due to the fact that he won the f- his first world title this year, um, or would he or did he? He didn't. He didn't. This, this was like, that was yeah. last year. Yeah, and so that's a, so, like, a lot of stuff like that would have to be explained to say, hey, he made because of this because it, you know it's I, I don't know. I mean, it could be due to the, the severity of his injury, but but regardless, I agree with you on that one as well. I, I think a big one uh, missing here. Uh, Chris Jericho. Chris yeah. Jericho's had an amazing year. Like, regardless yeah. as to his age. Uh, also, John Moxley. Where's John Moxley? Yeah. John that Moxley's is- had, had, the, had the summer of of, uh, of the year because of CM Punk's injury. John Moxley should be on this list for sure. I mean, like, Bobby Lashley had a fine year, but, like, is he the number five? I don't think so. Should Seth uh, Rollins be on the list? Absolutely, Seth Rollins should be on the list. He had a great year as well. I mean, you got to talk about three back-to-back-to-back matches with... Cody Rhodes, uh, one more intense than the other, and the other one being still my pick for match of the year, I think. I'd have to really and watch to go back and watch. Damn. But. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I, every time I even think about, like, I feel it. Like, I mean, that you want to talk about creating drama. The fact that we didn't get to see what that looked like until he took it off, and then they did that. Hands down, man. Hands down. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. R- Randy Orton, I mean, if we're talking like that. Randy Orton and Riddle, look at the year they had as a tag team. Like it's, so, I think it's, it's a lot being left on the table, but not really knowing what the requirements are. They got number one right. That I will say. We acknowledge our yes. tribal chief. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, that is the news of the week, Jack. So what now what we do now is uh, a little segment we like to call the Wednesday night uh, run through it's could it, or is it the Wednesday night uh, round or not, not roundup um, that's the new segment <laughs> <laughs> the Wednesday night uh, well either way what we're gonna do is I'm gonna quickly go through what happened on Dynamite tonight before we get into our top fives yes uh, John Moxley defeated Sammy Guevara in the AEW Grand Slam Tournament Championship semifinal match, and he's moving on to next week. Uh, up next, we had MJF come out and cut a scathing promo, basically just shitting all over Albany, New York, uh, and then introducing uh, Stokely Hathaway in the firm. Uh, Stokely Hathaway comes out cuts, and cuts an impassioned promo, introducing each member of the firm, talking about what they want, and setting title aspirations for everyone, basically. Um so that was great. Um, Jungle Boy versus uh, Jay Lethal uh, was a match that happened next. We're going to definitely talk about that one as well. Hook and Action Bronson were training together backstage. And next week, they're going to uh, take on Angelo Parker and Matt Menard. Dan House and Ethan Page get into it backstage. Uh, we see a clip of Darby Allen doing Darby Allen things, being a nutcase. Powerhouse Hobbs went over a jobber. And then cut a promo uh, talking about how he's uh, starting a new chapter in the Book of Hobbs. And then Ricky Starks attacks him from the crowd. Uh, We get an AW World Tag Team Championship match between Swerve and Our Glory and the Lucha Brothers. 
And we're going to rely heavily on Jack to talk about that match later. Maybe. The Acclaimed come out to uh, uh, basically, you know, shit talk the, the champs heading into next week. Pac is reminding everyone that the Death Triangle is uh, res- uh, to be respected. And then out of nowhere, Orange Cassidy comes out and punches him in the face. And we're going to see so that next respect. week. Yeah, so much for respect. We're going to see that next week. Tony Storm and Athena took on Britt Baker and Serena Deeb in the 915 women's slot t- uh, t- tag match. We're going to talk about that later, too. And, of course, Brian Danielson defeated Chris Jericho in the main event to head towards uh, Grand Slam next week in uh, Brooklyn, New York. Uh, and we will talk about that as well. Uh, that was the Wednesday Night Rundown. Uh, eventually, we're going to have an actual name for that and probably some music. So stay tuned for that, everybody. Yes. Jack, we're getting into our top five, sir. It's time. It's time. It's time. Uh, what is your top five? What is your what is your or do you have any honorable mentions? You know what? So so I have. Let me see. I, so two two honorable mentions. So one of them is the video that they did for Hook in Action Bronson. Like that got me excited to see the match and to see Action Bronson, who's been working on losing weight and lifting weights for the last couple years to see him in there sweating with hook like it was a it was a very well produced video and and I, I thought it was awesome so that and regal on commentary oh my god regal oh, gives yes. us so many gems and, and, and he straddles this line between kayfabe and real fighters and this is why they do that this is what like and he he gives it to you his unfiltered thoughts and he he even uh tears his own team down if they're not doing right you know that that was something that moxley said you know i just want a belt regal told me what i did wrong so it's like man if anybody's not listening to regal on commentary you are missing out he gives gems every week those are my honorable mentions yeah, that, that was great, great honorable mentions. I, I, I'll, I'll give you a Regal. On, we got Regal twice on, on commentary tonight, which I thought was fantastic. Yes. Um, I didn't have any honorable mentions this week. I'll, I'll start with my number five. Uh, Moxley and Guevara. Five. Sorry, oh, go nice. ahead. Was Jim Ross not on the show tonight? I, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I, I tuned commentary out tonight. Um, so I, I, don't, I don't know if he was. I feel like I heard him at some point, but... If he was, if he was, I'm not sure that, you know, I, I noticed him. And if me, so, so <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, getting into our top five. Uh, my number five is uh, Sammy Guevara versus Moxley to open the show. I thought this was great. Absolutely fantastic. Yes, it was. It was a, I mean, it, you know, Sammy Guevara, he is a Spanish God. And just the way he plays it with Ty Conti like it's 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 great presentation good match great false finishes I'm with you man that was fantastic uh your number five all right so my number five was the scissor me daddy (laughs) with our our good friends uh you know they came out to you know to, to to do their uh you know to come out, I guess he cut their music out uh, uh, last, last week. Last week, yes. Right, Swerve. So, so you know, they came out to, to get revenge on that. They set the they set the match up. 
I'm anticipating it. Whoever thought that Scissor Me Daddy would be over, it is over gangbusters. <laughs> so that that right there, that was my number five. Scissor Me Daddy. Scissor Me Daddy ass. I love it. I love it. But Billy Gunn, we talked about this last week on the show, I think, with Kyle. Uh, or I did it anyway. Um, do you, is this the most over Billy Gunn has ever been? Hell Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. This is this is the resurgence from after the Rock did the prayer. So now, <laughs> so, so now he's finally getting a chance to come back, and I'm here for it. Sizzle me, Daddy. I love it. I'm here for it, man. Uh, <laughs> my number four was uh, Jack Perry versus uh, Jay Lethal, and I'm going to try and refer to him as Jack Perry going forward because they're really trying to push this that he is now known as Jungle Boy Jack Perry. And yes. I, I mean, I think this is something that came from Jim Ross a long time ago as he suggested that for him. And, and uh, Jungle Boy was, I guess, at the time, just not ready to, to change the name. And he's reached this point in his career where, I mean, it, I mean, Christian and him is not going to be happening anytime soon. The, the right. report is the report is that Christian is going to be out for at least nine months. So we're we're he is a similar injury to what Punk has. So they're both going to be gone for quite some time. And. Jungle Boy is going to, sorry, Jack is going to need some, uh, he, he should be your favorite wrestler, buddy. Um, yes. He, he's going to need some opponents, and certainly Luchasaurus looks to be the next uh, destination for him, but Jay Lethal was a great, great dynamite opponent for him. Uh, this match was yes, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, we got to see a lot of the. Jack Perry is, is is a lot more aggressive now, I, I would say. And I think that's part of, the, you know, the growth of this character. And when he's come back from this injury, he's 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 wrestling a more aggressive style. And I, I like it. I think it suits him. Uh, what, what, what are your thoughts on that? And that's like, like you just said, Jack Perry. It, I think it's going to be important to establish who Jack Perry is. We know who Jungle Boy is. We know what Jungle Boy's done. But this is a a time of, of being stripped away. So he loses Luchasaurus. He loses everybody that is close to him. And now he's getting an opportunity to reinvent himself. He has a little bit more edge to him now. And I, I think that um, Jay Lethal is the, is the perfect foil. Like, Jay Lethal, I think, is so criminally underrated. He has great matches, great false finishes you know everybody's waiting for the lethal injection they always find creative ways to keep him from hitting it because once he hits it you know it's over so no that was a fantastic match man i agree well you're number four all right my number four so i i'm i'm looking the the moxley daniel bryan setup like i I called this when I saw the brackets <laughs> and as it went, especially when it got to the point where, you know, you got Chris Jericho. I knew it was going to end up being exactly that Moxley and and Brian. I think they're going to tear the house down. I like the way that they set it up. I like the way, you know, they, they both got the ring. They didn't have to do the spot where, oh, I, I made a mistake and hit you while trying to do, you know, that's a, a famous pro wrestling spot. They didn't do that. They set it up. They came out, got in each other's face. I know Regal's going to be gold during the match. 
And, you know, spoiler alert, I think uh, MJF's taking the belt. So what the hell? That was my number four. You, you certainly uh, correct on that. I, I think that, that it very well could be that way as well. Um, that was that, it was a great moment. It was definitely a great moment. And uh, this whole uh, Dynamite card had, had plenty of those. Uh, my number three, the debuting of uh, the name of the firm. I, I think number one, the firm is a, a solid choice. Uh, Stokely Hathaway and the firm is is great. I love how he. Well, firstly, this, this started with a great MJF promo. OK, um, and which which led into him talking about Stokely Hathaway and how they've been friends since since MJF was 19 and they're best friends. And uh, he t- they because the question since double or sorry, the question since all out was, is he linked to them or were they associates? Uh, are, are they going to be going forward? You know, are they going to be in his corner going forward? Like, what is the situation? Is he the leader of this group? It, it doesn't appear that that is the case. It appears that they are a, as he said, stable for hire or a stable on retainer. Um, right. And I think that's fine because I, I not to say, you know, like I, I wouldn't enjoy MJF and the, you know, leading another stable. It just, it just happened. Right. Like, and, and I, right. People, people feel a, a, a way about the pinnacle, but I thought they were fine. They were they were they served the purpose of what they needed to do for the time that they were there. And if and and if at any point they need to reform, they can still do that. Absolutely. So I I love the the name and, you know, the pinnacle. You're always on top. Loved it. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. absolutely. It was a great name to begin with. Um, But no, I I, I like this. I I thought Stokely sounded great. I feel like the crowd was was not quite giving him a chance. Uh, There was definitely a lot of uh, chatter and and, and noise during his promo, but uh, spoke with conviction, as always. Uh, Like I said, he laid everyone out perfectly. Uh, The hug with uh, Morrissey, uh, ever so cringy. Ever so cringy. (laughs) Yes. But then talking about how Lee Moriarty is going to be going after the pure title from Ring of Honor. Uh, And then talking about how the guns want want a tag title shot. And and that how Ethan Page wants a shot at the uh, All-Atlantic title. Like, that, that's perfect. Now, everybody has a direction. Even if they're not the, in the title match next week, the, everyone still has a direction. And I think that's important. Exactly. Yes. I Look, I agree. And this appears on my list, so I'm not going to spoil it. Not okay. quite yet, but I'll get there. Uh, you're number three. So, for my number three, I'm going with... Um, <laughs> Orange Cassidy and <laughs> the bastard. And it's just, it. so it came out of nowhere. I don't know what I was expecting to happen, but to see Pac get knocked out and to see Orange Cassidy step into the shot, like, I just, man, I, I think Orange Cassidy is somebody that... I remember I, my first time seeing Orange Cassidy was when AEW started. I didn't know anything about him whatsoever. So to see somebody take that gimmick that can be so one note and do so much with it to the fact that there were false finishes where we thought he may have beaten Jericho. And, and just the entire time. He did time. beat Jericho. That's the thing. He you did well, beat Jericho. Him, well, I, I guess thought, thought he was going to win the belt. Like, like even when he's going for a championship, right. it's not right. like you just 
write Orange Cassidy off like, oh, he's going to lose. Like, so this, he very well may take it from Pac, especially because Pac now has the, you know, they have the trios championship. So I can see Orange Cassidy taking it and I can see it being a classic. So and it, I yeah. guess that does make more sense for Ethan Page to go against Orange Cassidy than Pac. Absolutely. I so, so, I mean, yeah, there, there's that. I never really thought about that. So that, that's, a, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, my number two. Uh, this one's a negative one. Uh, the women were back in nine, at the 9.15 time slot. Uh, mm. And it was another nothing tag team. Or, ta- yeah, tag team match. Um, mm. Tony Khan, man. Like, listen. Like, <laughs> this is ridiculous. Like, the you have... A t- where was Jade Cargill on this show? Where was Jade Cargill? She is the top woman you have on your roster right now. She's the most over. Whether she's capable, uh, as capable in the ring as some of the others is, is irrelevant. She's the most over. She's... What? She, she she's a champion. She's undefeated. Why wasn't she on Dynamite? You like Kyle said it last week. You suspended all these men and still wound up with one women's match on last week's Dynamite, and the same happened tonight. Like I understand that she's somebody who you like to have on Rampage to try and get that that you know her her props on Rampage, and and she does hold the TBS title. But like fucking <laughs> Dynamite's on TBS, man. Dynamite's on TBS. So like. Put her on dynamite. She, she deserves to be there. And, and not only that, we don't need them in this time slot. I don't care what the ratings say. Like you're, if people are noticing that, then it's a problem. I think that's just, maybe, yeah. maybe that's me, but like if, if I'm no, if me and Kyle are sitting here every week and we're going, Oh, nine fifteen, <laughs> here comes the women's match. Oh, look, it's a tag team match. That means nothing. I cannot unhear that every nine fifteen. I'm gonna be shaking my head from now on when it happens. Well, I mean, like it, they they had they had broken that though, Jack, over the last two weeks, and and, and you know what? Well, the, it was it, unfortunately it was still tag matches that for me meant nothing. And Kyle, I mean, we they're good wrestling matches, but at the end of the day, like no one's being furthered in these. And we've had uh, Tony Storm as your interim world, women's world uh, champion for the last two weeks, and she hasn't talked. There's been no no progression in, in who she's going to be facing next. You're, she's kind of mixing it up with Britt Baker, but she, Britt Baker's also involved with Jamie Hayter. And we're going to talk about this when I run down what's going on next week on Dynamite. But um, still, I just... I And I, also, this match was... It's just there. It just, there was nothing special about this match. And I don't mean to shit on any of these women. They're all very good. They're all very good. But this match just did, didn't light my world on fire. I don't know. How, how do you feel, Jack? You, you, you know, I think the, 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 the term directionless, like nobody has a real direction. And when I get to my number one, we're going to talk about direction. <laughs> nobody in this match. I mean, the, everybody has these small intermingled stories, but there's no investment in it, any of it. You know, the, it's an another interim championship match. So even that's kind of taking the cigarette button, putting it out on the title. Because it's like, well, you know, the, even if you win, you're not the real champion. So, I mean, just the, the, it's directionless. Britt Baker is a fantastic character. <laughs> but you have to put Britt Baker in something that is going to let that shine. And right now she is playing second, third and fourth fiddle to other people. 
and none of it's interesting. Like when when I used to see Britt Baker, I used to know that it was going to be a good segment. It, it was going to be a good talking. There was going to be something there. It they to me they all felt kind of dead behind the eyes. It was just a match for the sake of a match because it was nine fifteen on a Wednesday. <laughs> this is what we do. Let's send them all out to the ring and let them play and do whatever it is that they do until we get enough direction to send them in a place that we can be confident in where they're going. I would have much rather Jay Cargill coming out and smashing somebody. At least that's direction. She should have come out and smashed everybody in the ring and hold held up both belts. I, me and Kyle exactly. talked about this. Me and Kyle talked about this either last week or the week before. And wow, I didn't feel like he he liked the idea per se. I I think that that woman should hold both belts. Like you gotta you gotta add a little bit more prestige to that women's uh, championship right now because I no no knock on Thunder Rosa just but the title run wasn't the most inspired. So. It wasn't the Britt Baker run where it felt like that was the most important title on that uh, roster for a time being. Um, right. So I, I feel like we, I mean, Jade Cargill for me is, is we're going to talk a lot about her at the end of the year when we do the awards, I think. Um, so, so definitely uh, stay tuned for that. But uh, yeah, the women, uh, you're, did you, did you say you're number two yet? Nope. I'm ready. So my right. number two is my man MJF because MJF is gold. I don't care what he does. He's so committed. Even look at the fact that going into a break, it was like something was happening. We don't know. MJF is causing a ruckus and then fade to black. And it's like, whoa, what the hell's going on? And MJF in all his glory comes out and absolutely controls the entire building. Like his inflection, what he's saying. You know, somebody could say, well, you know, MJF fought Moxley before. Guess what? MJF thought about that. That's why he told you. There's no vote for MJF signs out there. We're not doing that shit. This is going to be different. And he made it feel like it was going to be different. By the end of that promo, I'm like, well, shit, when are we putting the belt on? Because I know it's coming. I know it's coming. Stay tuned. Spoiler alert. I'm just telling you, that MJF promo, it, it's it's not just, like, I'm a huge promo guy. I love great matches, too. I love great matches, you know, with 50 false finishes. And But when you hear somebody just come out and get on the microphone and control everything going on around him until he decides he's finished. And then we go into my number one. So that that was my number two, MJF. Excellent I would choice. vote for him. I would vote for that man. I, 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 I'm disappointed I didn't have him on my list. Certainly, the, I, I feel like the, the firm promo, I, I kind of included him on that as well. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. but no, yeah, the, again, the guy is gold. And you know what? I never even thought about him coming out at the end of the match next week and just taking the title. I would love to see that. I would really. really yes. And the reaction he would get in <gasps> Brooklyn would be enormous. Oh, my God. I love pro wrestling. It's going to be 
nuclear. It's going to be a classic match, and MJF is going to do what MJF does. And it's going to be a moment. It is going to be a AEW history-making moment. Must-see TV. Number one has come. Uh, Jack, what was your number one? I'll start with you. Here we go. My number one. Stokely Hathaway and the Firm. Now, why is that number one? You know, number one, MJF did everything. He he built up the match with Moxley. He let everybody know how pissed off he was. He let everybody know how great he was. And you know it. And then he throws a lob to Stokely Hathaway. Because we may have been trying to figure out why would Stokely help MJF? Why are all these random people seemingly coming out to help MJF, who is the most self-centered, selfless, or was selfish wrestler you've ever heard of, ever seen? Like, why are these men coming out to do this? And MJF took that lob. He told you who Stokely was, and he tossed that alley-oop. And what happened? Stokely dunked that shit down in front of everybody. And he set up. He set up direction for every single person on that team. He said, this is who he is. This is what he wants. This is what he's going to get. He set everybody up. I didn't... What What was... Uh, 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 did he have anything that he wanted for uh, uh, Cass? Not Cass. What, what is Big Cass uh, called now? Uh, w. Morrissey. W. Morrissey. What did W. Morrissey... That, that's the only thing I didn't. Like, I would have thought, like, maybe he would be going <laughs> he, after... He said that... He's he, he didn't he didn't give him a title. He just said, you just want to do whatever you want. Right. And W. Morris, he kind of had this look on his face like, no, I want some gold. Come on now. Like he I mean, he was the way he did him first. Right. So like that was uh, right. that there was that. But no. But other than that, like, honestly, like, like you, you're right. Everyone had a direction. And, and it was he took at like at all of these individual people. What were they doing two weeks ago, three weeks ago? Four weeks ago. Like, he took all of them in that moment. He told you who they were. He told you what they wanted. He told you what they were going to do. He told you that when him and MJF are done with their business, they're going to disband. Because that's what this is. This is an opportunity that's here when we decide that we want an opportunity. And at some point, when we finish dominating, we're going our separate ways. And we may come back together. And when we come back together, we may be called the pinnacle. Why? Because the pinnacle, you're always on top. Fantastic promo. I know the crowd, you know, in and out. I think Stokely, man, he, I don't think he gets nearly the credit for some of the, he said so much in promos. Like on this one, what did he say? He was watching Living Single with the House of Black. Was that was it living single? He said, "Yeah, I think so." Yeah, living single with the house. Do you know what living single is? Are you familiar with that shit? I, I, I am not. I am not. So living single is is a TV a sitcom with Queen Latifah. It's four black women 
living four or five, living in a house and, and you know, just doing sitcom antics. So to, to say that he watched that show with House of Black, like that just gives you the image. What the hell? The House of Black is watching Living Single. But the, the point was, it was character development for everybody there. And it started with MJF and it went to Stokely. And I am more interested in everybody that was in the ring because of it. And I think we set up six months that is can't miss. Bravo, yes. bravo, bravo. That's my number one, sir. That's a great choice. Uh, I love I love that you picked up on that because I had no idea that I I was wondering what that line about the House of Black was all about. Because I, I, I just I, I did not pick up on that at all. But now I'm just imagining Malachi Black, Brody King, and <sighs> so sweet. So like sweet. It, it it that's a that's an <laughs> image I'll never get out of my head. Um that's great. That's great shit right there. Uh, my number one was Chris Jericho versus Danielson too. I thought this was great. And it led into, like you said, the, the moment with Danielson and Moxley in the center of the ring. And, you know, they're heading into the main event next week for the AEW World Championship. Uh, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll get into it. I'm, I'm going to get into it now, actually. Uh, the, uh, the next week, uh, we have Grand Slam a hailing from Arthur Ashe Stadium in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, this is going to be a special show of sorts for Wednesday Night Wall. Yes. Yep. Uh, the reason it's going to be a special show is because next week, for the very first time in the entire duration of the time that me and Kyle have been doing Wednesday Night Wall, Kyle and I are going to be in the same room. I am actually going to be traveling to Winnipeg next week for the first time to my hometown. First time in five years to uh, take a, a vacation. And... Uh, Next week, Kyle, and I'm staying with Kyle subsequently. So, so uh, you're going to hear the probably the one of the coolest editions of Wednesday Night Wallop. And man, we couldn't have had a better show heading into next week. And I'll, I'll, I'll reveal the show next week. Uh, the AEW All Atlantic Championship match, Pac versus Orange Cassidy, is happening next week. We have the AEW Interim Women's World Championship match. Uh, Tony Storm is defending against Britt Baker, Athena, and Serena Deeb. Um, that'll be all right. Uh, it just feels like again directionless, but well, 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 well. I'll give it. A, I'll give it a shot. We're getting the rematch from All Out: Swerve in Our Glory versus the Acclaimed for the tag titles, and then of course John Moxley versus Brian Danielson in a, in a world title match. Uh, MJF looming in the background, but uh, I did want to you know take a minute to just put over the fact that like I'm very excited for next week. Uh, me and Kyle haven't have we haven't seen each other probably over five years. Um, cause I mean, we, we, we were, uh, before that, before I moved out here, we, 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 we were, you know, you know what, you know, when you're growing up, you, you lose contact with family over the years, but obviously, uh, you know, being cousins, we've reconnected and, and, and over the last three years, we've been doing this podcast. So tomorrow or next week, geez, I'm, I'm getting all, uh, excited. Uh, next week is going to be a special edition of Wednesday night wall, but not only that, uh, we are also going to have a new edition of the Ryland's Morning Sports Report, where Kyle and I are going to be talking season one of the Netflix series Drive to Survive, which covers F1 uh, racing. And is this a series that I have just grown to love so, so much. Uh, so we're, we're very excited to release that. Uh, and we're also going to be doing a special edition of World's Funniest Podcast for myself, DK and Kyle. We're going to have some drinks. 
and we're going to have some conversation and we're going to get fucking wild. So stay tuned for all those shows going to be dropping with between next week and, and the coming weeks. Uh, we're all, like I said, I'm very excited for this. Jack, what are you going to give Dynamite out of five this week? Oh, man. You know, I, I think the women, the, the, the women, you know, that that the way they present them, that that, that drug it down. Uh, I'll, you know, I'll give it a four, uh, you know, maybe a four and a half. If I take into account what all was set up for the future and, you know, I, I didn't get a chance to chime in. I just want you to know with a tear in my eye. When you said that you gentlemen will be in the same room to record next week, I was looking for a mic to drop. I couldn't find it. it I don't. I don't know where it's at. Scissor me, daddy. But look, <laughs> look. My request: if y'all are going to be in the same room, even if it's a quick call-in segment, I would love to talk to you gentlemen while you're in the same room about pro wrestling. So, yes, that is fantastic, man. You just made my day with a tear in my eye, buddy. You oh, gentlemen wow. in the same room. This is going to be, be well, we're going to be in the, we're going to be in the same room for a week, so it's going to be interesting. Well, by by Wednesday, we may we may be at, at fisticuffs. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh yes, well, I'm Jack, ready. Jack laying down the gauntlet like that, I I don't even care what Kyle says. We're gonna do it. We're definitely gonna do it. Yes. You're gonna, you, you could. We're gonna have you as a guest on Wednesday Night Wall next week for the the uh, we're, what we're gonna call the Go Home Edition of Wednesday Night Wall. It's where yes. I go home. I leave Sunday night, and I should be there. Uh, or sorry, Sunday morning, six thirty in the morning. I'm on. I'm traveling, uh, and I should be there sometime around five. So uh, and then you know we, you know we just gotta wait wait, wait around for those uh, those days. I'm gonna definitely see family and friends over that week and uh, get, get, relearn relearn Winnipeg for a week. It's gonna be it's gonna be an exciting venture. Um, but yes, yes, definitely. Next week, you guys are gonna have like a lot to, to take in because we're gonna have a, yes. a really really great show. I think next week. Um, the tear in my eye. I the, the, the Winnipeg edition of Wednesday yes. Night Wallop, featuring Jack London. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to, sorry, I'm getting off topic. Uh, (laughs) I'm getting all emotional about it myself. Um, I'm going to give Dynamite a 3.5. I really like the Jericho Danielson match. I uh, I didn't get to see the tag match and we didn't talk about it. Uh, How was the tag match? I mean, it it was a good tag. I mean, it's, it seemed like it was uh, more so to set up what's coming next and to set, I mean, cause you know, the, the, the uh, 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 the the, the trio—I mean, they didn't have to win that match, so it was a cool match with some cool spots, you know, a, a bunch of chest slapping from Keith Lee. Uh, you know, it was a cool match, but you could just tell that the focus was not them. And so by the end of the match, when they lost it, like it, it just felt if this was if they didn't have those trio championship belts, I think this may have been a different match. But that's not what they're selling. They're selling what's going on next week. So it was a good match, uh, but it, it was all about what's coming next. So it, it's definitely worth a watch. Um I'll, I'll, I'll check it out. I'll definitely check it out. Yeah, no, the women brought it down for me this week. 3.5 is what I feel like I can safely give this one. And uh, that's just going to have to be what it is. I mean, next week, it looks like it's going to be a bombastic show. And definitely, like I said, with uh, with Kyle and I in the same room and, and Jack on the wire, live from the US of A. 
I think we're gonna have a we're gonna have a great edition of Wednesday Night Wallop. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to check us out on social media at WN Wallop on Twitter, WN Wallop on Instagram, uh, Wednesday Night Wallop on Facebook, you can give us a follow there. Interact with us. Let us know how you're enjoying the show. Uh, give us give us a name for that segment where we talk about what happened on Dynamite before we get to the top five because me and Kyle can't get it right every week. So, give yes, us a name yes, so we can do yes. some music for it. We can get RJ working on it on a little ditty for that. Um, so definitely interact with us. If you want to get a hold of me on Twitter, it's at R-Y-A-M Sport Report. Uh, like I said, we are recording like the, the F1 uh, docu-series season one uh, review on the Sports Report next week. That should drop uh, sometime next week. So stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for the World's Funniest Podcast at the end of the month. That's going to be a crazy edition. Me, DK, and, and Kyle in the same room with some white claws and some... And, and oh, some other some, some other objects that you know may we may we're gonna get Kyle to do mushrooms. Fuck it, let's get crazy. Put the kids to bed. Put the kids to bed. <laughs> hide your hide your wives. Here we go. Hide your wives. It's yes, yes. No, no. Uh, <laughs> Jack, do you want to do you want to uh, do any uh, promoting? Like you, you're a busy guy. Why don't you tell the fine folks what you're up to? Like, uh, what is there anything you want to plug social media wise? You know, Chef Jack London at, at Facebook. And, and and as always, guys, keep supporting the Wednesday Night Wallop. I, man, I, I appreciate these gentlemen so much. And I live a dream whenever I'm on it. So thank you. And, and, and let's keep it going. Pro wrestling is in a good place. Absolutely. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, that's it for tonight. You have been walloped. <laughs>